I'm gonna get the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> Open on that. Ooh. <laughs> what isn't as crisp as I would like? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Shrimp Hours Presents the uh, cozy and cuddly edition. Episode it was number degrees uh, today, so I'm not cozy. What the 17. hell are we? 16? No, it's the Mac Kansas. It's the Mac Kansas edition. Oh, oh, wow. Cozy was on the show a while ago. But on this show, it's me, it's Drive Through. We got Rusty, we got Slap, we got Cody. Ben's back for more. Hello. Hi, Ben. Welcome back. Uh, I also arrived back home from New York City about two hours ago, and the heat's broken. So if I look and sound <laughs> weird, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting time. Uh, today on the show, we have absolutely no plan, but I think we're supposed to start with five <laughs> minutes of NASCAR, uh, which is the segment where I get the other hosts to tell me what the hell happened because I was in New York. So everyone else, take it away. There's Upper your time. Boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, might as well just go back to talking about Martinsville. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, what the hell happened? I thought Brandon Jones was supposed to dump. Ty Gibbs, and somehow that bastard ends up with a championship. This I mean, is Brandon Jones' fault, right? I mean, no, Gregson said he was going to try something, too. And then after the race, he's like, man, it sucks losing to a guy like that. And then it's like, well, you had your opportunities, dude. Did Warden Brandon Jones time. have opportunities? Was he Was he ever, like, right behind Ty Gibbs? Not really. I think at one point, like, until in the Noah first half. Him, but... The only people that were really close with was uh, Junior's team and I don't think Junior. All all guys had if, opportunities. Yeah, but Junior wasn't going to win that way, and I'm sure he told his drivers like, "Hey, I, you got to win it. If you're going to win it, win it clean. If you lose, lose it clean." That goes to show what kind of leader he is. That if he wants to, yeah, win it exactly. Yeah, you're not going to do it. If, in a if cheap he lays way. the law down, yeah, right. then you better obey the captain. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I thought it was very apparent that they were listening to Dale Jr. during that race because they had every opportunity to do what they needed to do, but they chose to race him competitively, uh, which I respect at some point, but like like Denny Hamlin, you got to cash those checks at some point and just give him a little kiss, a little bump, a little like a little bit of hip check and like we'll be seeing you like type of type of action. Like, come on. Like, come I understand. On. You, you don't want to stoop down to that kind of level of Martinsville. Yes, you Yeah, do. 100%. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was like a late restart with five to go, like you're, you're, you're going in the fence. Like, yeah, no, both of the races. Right behind, had, you like... get right behind him as soon as you take the one, uh, one to go white flag, you dump him, cause a caution, wrap it all up in nice, neat little bow. And be done with a hokey pokey. I, so I got to say, I was there in person. I don't know what it, what it looked like on TV, but the trucks in Xfinity, <clears throat> especially the, the late restarts in trucks, uh, but the whole experience race, I felt like it was a banger. Cup didn't really quite do it for me, like per usual. But in, in person, I got some good, good visuals on those two races. Who the hell won the truck championship? I forgot that was a thing. Zane, Zane Smith. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it, start, it started at 10 p.m. on a Friday night East Coast time, and I'm just, I'm, I'm about like. Uh, drunk um, it's like seven o'clock and i'm like hey ben hey ed when's the race start like oh it's uh 10 i was like i ain't gonna make it i'll i'll, I'll be seeing you <laughs> yeah i was also uh out and about and unable to watch that one. i wasn't gonna stay up till one o'clock in the morning to figure out who won the truck series championship zane smith who the zane hell is he up against smith. 
Ty Majeski, ben I think. Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes, the wheel! Wow. Yeah, Vince Welch had another... Vince Welch had another not great call yeah. finish. I heard oh, that. Oh, it was awful. I saw it the clip on Twitter that night, and I was like, what the hell? Vince it Welch. wasn't his worst, but it certainly was not good. His worst might be the lowest bar in all of sports commentary. But yeah, that's tough. Chandler Smith. I mean, Corey Heim. <laughs> it's, it's a collection. <laughs> uh, anyway, cup race was asked too. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, cup race was terrible. Logano oh, just—it it, it was all like right. Everybody else on the track was competitive, except Joey Logano, who was just running away with it. There's passes being made. There's multiple grooves. People are able to get runs on the top, but it was just yeah. Joey Logano just had the dominant car all day, and that was clear from the very get go. So yeah. Kowski spent the whole season working on that Phoenix car, or what? I I gotta say, as a Blaney fan. I feel like Blaney was faster, but he was just playing D late. And if Blaney yeah. was part of the championship four, that would have been super dramatic in that race. I mean, Chastain was pretty dramatic, but I feel like Blaney versus Logano with like equal cars, that would have been hot. That would have been hot. Yeah, yeah Blaney had... was absolutely pissed in his uh, post race interview. Like you could tell. Like I, I think what? he got like team orders or something. Like yes, dude, one hundred percent. Blaney got team orders. It was, it was, but he was mad about it. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I'd be pissed too. But like, I mean, what's what's he gonna get by winning that race? You know. Do you know what's fucking hilarious too? Something I noticed during the broadcast, they are talking all week long and all race long about is Chastain gonna do the the Martinsville move, the hail melon, and then they decided with like maybe twenty to go to talk about. Oh, by the way, at the end of the backstretch, it like juts in and then curves. So that won't be possible, pretty much. They waited yeah. till like the very end of the race to tell you, like, oh, yeah, that's not really going to happen. They wanted to hook the viewers in really as long as possible. <laughs> I got to say, I was on the microphone all weekend, and the people were genuinely excited and hyped about Ross Chastain. Like, he felt like a rock star all weekend. Line backed up out the, the merch trailer. Everything sold out by Sunday. The people were a big fan. So, uh, yeah, we, we had fun out there. Shout All right, Ross. shout out to Ross. That's your five minutes in NASCAR. <laughs> uh, has anyone been on Twitter this week? Has Twitter done anything weird? Uh, All right, I cool. mean, Twitter itself is going rampant. Don't change your handle or picture to Elon Musk. Whatever <laughs> yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah. you get banned. <laughs> For welcome, real? Welcome to ban world. <laughs> ban yeah. world. He's yeah. just yeah, going straight Daniel up. Daniel Radcliffe ban getting banned. Kathy, Kathy Griffin. Griffin. H3H3, yeah. yeah. Get him out of here. Exactly, yeah. Well, Get him out of here. <laughs> when you're changing your name, not putting parody in the handle, like, is required in the rules, and then tweeting out vulgar stuff, like, under the guise of, like, being this dude falsely, it's like, yeah, no wonder you get fucking canned. Get out of here. Nah, that, yeah. that, that, no, 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 no. That's what Twitter's always been about. Like, Twitter, <laughs> the thing about Twitter, is everybody says, oh, Twitter sucks. I hate it on Twitter. It's like, you people take it too seriously. Right. It's not about being serious. You're not supposed to get news uh, from Twitter. All me. news no. should be banned from Twitter. Just full stop. <laughs> it is, it is, Twitter is a shit posting platform. It, it always it's has true. been. Elon Musk is trying to make it like, oh, this needs to be an accurate source of information. No, this is the last bastion of what the internet used to be 
the yeah. absolute wild yeah, tell them. west anything goes post porn gore <laughs> fucking <laughs> impersonated president who cares Jesus. this is what the internet used to be pre-2010 we need to return to tradition this this is what we need to go back to <laughs> this is the last bastion of the wild west man we we can't let it slip away i gotta say like getting people on twitter who take things to take everything way too seriously been my uh my twitter brand for a little while i'm a big fan of it <laughs> besides you should get all your news from tiktok like a real adult yeah <laughs> yeah like, like all these people trying to get like news and information from fucking twitter twitter the bird app where you could only post like 140 characters at a fucking time if you if you think that twitter should be a legitimate source of information you are <laughs> sensitivity training. <laughs> sensitivity right. training. Now I'm gonna leave it at that. You're 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 a man child. Yeah, we know certain people in the past that have like after bad accidents, they tweeted out that as if they were like in the hospital room with the driver. It's like, yeah, just talk to him, he's fine. <laughs> when that wasn't necessarily the case. It's and we take yeah, this seriously as like a honest form of journalism. It's like get out of here. No, it is yeah. it's it's a more streamlined version of 4chan. That's what it always should have been just left as. All right. That's what's Twitter doing. Uh, <laughs> Dripper Drown this week is not happening because all the paint schemes were decidedly mid. Everyone just ran normal stuff. It was yeah, primarious, uh, pretty much. And yeah. with that, we have speed run to the best part of the podcast <laughs> in uh, just about Dude, under like 10, 10 minutes. minutes max. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. We don't need the rest of the podcast. The, the turkey all... always gets me. <laughs> uh, Cody, your dirt season's over. Rusty. I've, yeah, I've been the animal. I've just been laying around my house all, all week getting the Rusty, place cleaned up. You uh, you went to Phoenix. How was that? Any animals? Any desert uh, camels? Oh, <laughs> what do we got out there? Scorpions? I, I, mean, I, I mean, I've been kind of saving up a couple Lizards. of rants here and there. I'm not going to... I mean, Ooh. just some general ob observations from like humanity. Um, I don't know which one to pick. I I think I got three of them. Uh, we'll start with uh, something special. It's I talked about it yesterday on on my return stream on on Twitch TV slash Rusty. Why do you keep streaming oh. when I'm gone? Oh my <laughs> god, dude! All right, so so this has been the big debate in the streaming community, or not the streaming community, but like the sim racing community. What do you do when you drive your 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 wheel pedals whatever you got at home do you do you do, you do the shoes do you, do you do the socks uh, what do you how do you run uh, socks the socks, socks. socks. yeah okay socks. okay but what do you do when you show up at a racetrack and you got a free experience set up on on the main stage to hop in hop in this hop in this rig mm. with the with the racing seat the wheel and pedals what would you do I'd probably wipe my shoes, shoes. off, or ask. No, you, like, you just you just keep your shoes on if you're at like an event thing. Yeah, well, Everyone I, I said wipe them off, on. like make sure there's no like dirt or like gravel. Uh, on them. Right. But it's I, it's okay. I know where this is going. <laughs> it's like a twelve lap casual experience to just hop in, sit down, and just I don't know, play a video game. Know what I mean? At yeah. a racetrack for for fun. 
It's not like you're signing up for a league race. You're not doing like an endurance race. It's a quick, casual, just hop in a seat, drive a race car. In and out. There was multiple animals. I, actually, let me back this up. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. I said this yesterday. <laughs> you do what you want to do. Okay. But there was multiple people that would take their shoes off. And then and they run. would take their socks off. <laughs> is there is there a picture of this that I can show? You shouldn't show it. You shouldn't show it. You shouldn't. So maybe. So this is what I. You don't I want to show I'm, someone else's feet on the podcast. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so I understand if you're trying to get like the full immersion, you want to feel like the pedal, like you're trying to get really into it. But like at the same time, like. How many people have sat down on this with their dirty shoes, their dirty, like, it's mostly dirty shoes, and you just put a bare f- foot. <laughs> like, and then, just, and then you're going to put a sock back on and go walk yeah, around. The, the pedal feel on your friggin' yeah. and, and NASCAR this is like, ignition machine. This is at like eight in the morning. Like, like, who, like <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Like, come imagine on, so. imagine and the, the person before him like steps in gum and gets it on like the pedals and he doesn't realize it and he goes to like put the pedal down and he got, just ends up like oh, right between his toes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, like we make an effort to like just get like this air blower thing on to just blow the sand and just junk off. We wipe yeah. it down a little bit. But I mean, even still, like just to put your bare foot like uh-oh. Like... <laughs> and cold too, right? Piece of metal. It was about like uh, 45 Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius, DT, but it was just uh, above freezing. Cold. It was just above freezing. So, yeah. uh, I, w- I want to quote Bill Bergen because he's gone on many similar rants about people that go barefoot or uh, in their socks on airplanes. <laughs> Animals. Like, just and wear he, slides. Yeah. Like... And he talks about like the people that walk around in socks. It's like, dude, socks are like absorbent. They're like, like anything that's nasty on there. It's like being sucked up and like being stuck onto your foot. Oh, that's disgusting. Dude, I, like, had, I was, I, I was trying no not I, to like wretch. I, I had no idea people took their fucking shoes off on flights until my dad complained about it like a few weeks ago. He's like, yeah, this person took their socks and shoes off. I was like, really? Like right here? And then I was just like. What kind of fucking animal does something like that? You put, the same you kind put, of animal that'll blow their nose and then stuff the used tissues up in that little crack up in the. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's call, that's a callback. We've gone full uh, circle, dude. It, I, I've been on enough thirteen-hour uh, flights. I've seen a good amount of feet. Literally, just put slides <laughs> in your backpack. Stop being weird. I, I took a fourteen-hour flight to Japan, and not a single person took off their goddamn shoes. Is there? Wow, it's respectful. That's Imagine civilized. that. Civilized. Yeah. Jesus. Christ, I mean, half the, yeah. half the flight was like, a, you know, Japanese tourists to America that were leaving and going back home. You know, so they're like all respectful. But even the Americans, you know, to their credit, they were, you know, quiet and everybody's watching their movies and nobody was loud except the uh, these two like four year old twins that were there like cried the whole fourteen hours. <laughs> Other than that, pretty nice flight. That's ex- that's to be expected. Oh uh, yeah. I have an animal planet to report mm. from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there this weekend uh, mainly to see some friends, but also to any see... Any rat sightings? There were oh, yeah, many you... rat sightings. <laughs> did you ever see your buddy again in the apartment? Uh, yeah, we also again? found out where he lives. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, all right, there's, there's some layers to this. First of all, um, stayed at my buddy's place. Uh, I got a, a bunch of friends that went to New York and make a bunch of money now. Um, 
But also, Andrew was running the New York Marathon, so he flew in from San Francisco. Uh, and then my buddy and I drove in from Toronto um, for, what, Hell five yeah. days? Watched him run the damn marathon, which was crazy. It was also like... Electric. Dude, the whole city was lit up. They literally run across five boroughs. Like, they go across the entire damn city running this marathon, and it's packed with people the whole way. Um, It's kind of hard. Like, sometimes there's a lot of people on, like, one side of the street and not a lot on the other because it's hard to, like, get to the other side of a marathon, obviously. Mm -hmm. To find, like, a a subway tunnel or a a bridge or something. It's hard enough Um, to travel in Manhattan, let alone when they have half the city blocked off for a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. They got, like, bisected Uh, right down the middle. It was awesome though. There were people everywhere, and they had a. I had a. Andrew had his phone on him, so I was tracking his location. And when he was getting close, like we we were kind of like, hey, like our buddy, our buddy's coming. Get, we got our whole group like moved up to the front. And they're like, yo, who are we cheering for? And we're like, Andrew. And they're like, alright, we'll, we'll cheer for him too. And when he came by, there was a whole <laughs> section like a hundred people <laughs> cheering oh, for yeah. our boy. Uh, it was sick. Maybe not a hundred people, but it was a lot. It was a lot of people. It was a good time. Um, Tons of dudes. We caught him later on too, but he was like, we we saw him once, like kind of just past halfway, and then once again, like near the end of the marathon, and everyone was just gassed. There's this last section where you go oh, uphill next to Central Park, and it was like, oh, shit. it was like above 20 degrees Celsius, which is like, like standard room temperature, but normally pretty hot to run a marathon. Um, mm-hmm. you know, usually marathon runners will like it like about 10 degrees Celsius. Um, and people were gassed, dude. People were struggling. Uh, the leader of the race, this one guy jumped out to a lead early on, uh, literally fell out and collapsed out of the race after like mile oh, 20. Um, it was nuts here. I, don't know, I hope I don't get flagged for this footage, but this is the dude. Uh, this guy, he went, he went ham off the start. And this is after mile 20 in the heat and the humidity. Oh no! I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. Just oh no! 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 no. Oh uh, my god, dude! Oh my god! Uh, and then the other guy running up is the guy who eventually won the race. But yeah, an hour forty—that is wild. Oh my dude, god, dude! Th- these guys ran like two hours and eight minutes, a friggin' marathon. Uh, and then, you I know, think this I guy could was run maybe like done. two miles in two hours. <laughs> this is twenty-six. <laughs> uh, Andrew's a legend, by the way. He did it in uh, three hours and fifty. That's Which is damn good. Nuts. He wanted to do 3.30, but... I don't even think still. you could drive that far in New York <laughs> in that amount of time. <laughs> Dude, definitely not with the way driving is in New York. Um, but later on, once we got to uh, kind of 5th, which was next to Central Park where everyone was gassed, um, they just kind of had like police tape and the little wooden police barriers like do not cross. And people were all over it. Um, and people just ended up crossing and like moving into the road a little bit on both sides. And that was, like, fine. People were still generally, like, leaving room for the runners. Um, but some some spectators, like, really wanted to get to the other side of the street, and they didn't feel like taking a tunnel. And they, I saw a couple people, like, grab, like, a folding chair and just, like, run literally across the marathon to the other side. But the, the animal of the day goes to this, this dad with a stroller. <laughs> I don't think there was a kid in the stroller. I hope there wasn't a kid in the stroller. But he took it upon himself to cross the other side of the marathon, literally like as a crowd was coming through. Because there's like, it's like generally pretty well spread out. There's sometimes like lighter bits of traffic where I saw other people kind of run across. And this guy just went in the middle of the marathon, in the middle of a big group, pushing a stroller. And two runners literally had to stop because this animal (laughs) wanted to get to the other side of the street. It's just like crazy. 
don't know. I can't. Uh, Just a prank, bro. I couldn't imagine like caring that little about everyone else around me. This is weird. Hey, we um, had, uh, at at some point like during the off season, we need to talk about the 1904 uh, uh, Summer Olympic Marathon. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that, that was that was, They ran it in 90 degree heat. Oh my oh god, my god. So, dude. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> bodies. So that, gives, that gives you a, a, a certain idea of like how fucked up that was. It was a. Uh, it was otherwise pretty damn cool. Um, they had these. They had water stations where they give out little little cups of water. Obviously yeah. for all the runners. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I thought they'd fill it up with like a like big like Gatorade plastic things of water. They had water and Gatorade. But no, they had some sponsor with like some fancy ass alkaline water and they had little tetra packs this big that they would pour into the cups. And there was just mounds of these used tetra pack water, like boxed water things instead of one big tank because they, they sponsored by this little company and they just, I don't know, it felt super Wait, wasteful. Wait, so were they like Dixie um, cups that they mixed in, yeah, like, into it? So, like- yeah, so they had little Dixie cups and there was like water ones and like Gatorade ones. Um, but they just used like probably like 500 milliliter sized water things and just a billion of them, just pallets and pallets of these little water containers that they'd pour out, toss and get another one toss. Anyway, that's um, interesting. Otherwise, New York was pretty crazy. Like it's hard to describe. You see New York in movies, you see New York on TV, but when you're like actually there, like living in Manhattan it's nuts. <laughs> the, there's just people everywhere. Yeah. No one, no one gives a fuck about anything. <laughs> anything, not a single thing. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, people just kind of walk whenever they want. And the drivers kind of drive wherever and whenever they want. Um, uh, dude, that was, a, that was the first thing I noticed. I got out of uh, LaGuardia in Queens, and my yeah. buddy, my buddy who lives there, he like hails a taxi, and this taxi's like bobbing and weaving through traffic, <laughs> like missing yep. other cars by like this much. Yep. And I'm just, and I'm just like I'm like white knuckling it into the back of this taxi. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, this guy's driving crazy. He's like, dude, this is a normal taxi ride. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was standard. It was like it was it was nuts because it's all like it's not all, but it's mostly one way streets. So it's all these one-way streets where there's there's five lanes. The left lane is all parked cars. The right lane is all parked cars. The second lane is double parkers and like trucks unloading stuff. Trucks unloading stuff everywhere. I like I could watch a documentary about the logistics of New York City. Just getting all this stuff into the city is crazy. Box vans, delivery trucks, uh, like Sprinter vans, all over the place. Rider trucks and. Uh, <laughs> Just tons of dudes unloading stuff. And then you get one lane in the middle for the actual cars to, like, drive on. Everything else is just madness. The the sidewalks open up. I've never seen this before. But in I thought this was just a Manhattan thing, but it's all around New York. Each, like, little storefront, you know, you open the door, you go into the, the restaurant or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But beside that, there's just a metal plate, which you open it up kind of like an old, like, Midwestern basement. Where it, like it, a it, cellar. Yeah. Like a cellar, but it's just, it just opens up the sidewalk, and there's just steep stairs that go straight oh, down yeah, into yeah, the kitchen, yeah. and they just yeah. deliver the stuff like right through there. They got this little gate into the yeah, like a little trap door downstairs. Yeah, those. everywhere, all over the place. I've seen videos of people that fall into those when they're out looking when they're like unloading things. <laughs> they're texting or something. Yeah, dude, my like welcome to New York moment. I was, I was walking down uh, Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, and just these. 
fucking skyscrapers as far this way and as far that way as you could yeah. see. Yeah. And it's just like wide open, like the four lanes of traffic going this way and that way. And all these people in the cars and people are like, get the fuck out of my way and all this shit. And my buddy's he's like trying to get me to where we're trying to go down here. I think we're going to the empire state building. And uh, he's like, all right, we got to cross the uh, street here. I was like, oh, so we're going down the crosswalk. He's like, nah, no. <laughs> just walk across the fifth Avenue. Fuck it. Also, all all of the like pedestrian like stop or walk signs, those are just suggestions. You yeah. just kind of go like whenever you can, and the drivers are gonna have to deal with it. Um, yeah, it's it's they they use uh, Vietnamese rules over there where you just like yeah. walk you walk out in traffic, hope for the best. Yeah, if you get hit, it's their fault. Yeah, just the sheer like size of things, I was so not ready for. It's literally like the densest part of downtown the Toronto. The density, but it's of it just too, yeah. constant. It is yeah. the entire island. It is the entire island next to the island. It's literally like five downtown centers all next to each other attached um, by a great public transit system, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's surprisingly like easy to get around. Yeah, and it's, I, I thought it would be really like hard to understand how to get places, too, with all the, the... They got lines with express trains and local trains and like three different trains that split off at the ends, but it was... It was very reasonable. Yeah, I bought a, I bought like a seven day metro pass and used it. Yeah, like it's kind of like, it's kind of like the uh, Japanese uh, train system or the Tokyo uh, system. Yeah, like if you just like put in Google Maps, it'll tell you like wait for the semi express or whatever, and that'll be your fastest thing, and you just use that. You don't have to memorize like the whole map or whatever. And even my buddy who's been living in uh, Queens for years and years, he's he's to get around to places he normally doesn't go to. He still uses Google Maps. Because it tells you like what train's the fastest to get from you know here to Staten Island or whatever. It's really nice, yeah. and it's awesome that like everything's connected. That you can there's subways that go over bridges, there's subways that go under the rivers. There's like pretty much any two points in the city you can get to within thirty minutes taking two subway trains. Did you see any animals on the subway? Oh yeah, yeah, there were absolutely. Uh, I, I saw I saw animals on the subway when I was there. <laughs> There was there, there's 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 all sorts of CD characters too. Um, there was once we got into a subway train, we transferred from another station, and there's just like two suitcases in the middle of the, the train car, and no oh, one no. else. Oh no! So we we get in and like a a, a couple of, a, a couple and a family get in, and we all kind of sit at the end of the train car because all the suitcases in the middle, and it's just completely empty, and we're all like. Like, what's the story here? How did these get here? If you see something, say something. Yeah, so someone was like, do we, like, do we report this? Like, is this a a threat? Bomb squad, have a dog come sniff that thing, make sure it's all right. And then, and then the the door at the end of the train car opens, and this, this homeless dude walks out, grabs something from the bag, goes back out, like, between the train cars, and he's just smoking. As the, as the train's flying through the tunnels, he's, like, straddling two different train cars, and we're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Having a little bit of a smoke there in the subway. And uh, a few stops later, we were on our way. <laughs> yeah, my animal Amazing. was uh, this uh, this dude who, uh, he, he looked like he was a little bit too well-dressed to be homeless. But uh, as we're, like, getting on this the subway to get where we're trying to go, he just pops a squat right there where the uh, doors are supposed to close up. And, of course, the train can't take off if one of the doors are stuck open. He just pops down, not 
puts his head down and decides to take a little nap right there. God. And then like somebody comes up, like, dude, you're holding up traffic here. And he just looks up, like, man, where am I? Fuck. (laughs) And I'm just like, like, dude, it's it's 2 p.m. on a Tuesday, man. You gotta get up and get moving here. There's some, there's some like really like functional homeless guys, and you'll see what I mean. There's like the the subway station next to where I was staying. There's like a ticket booth on one side where you can talk to the guy or whatever. Um, but if you want to get trains in the other direction, you just got to go downstairs, slide your card, and you're in. Um, and there's a homeless guy who would like prop open the emergency exit to let people in for free and ask for like tips. <laughs> so he'd just stand there with the door open because the, the, the station guy was on the other side. He couldn't see him at all. So he just held the door open, asked for tips, and everyone just walked in for free. And that was just the standard. We still paid because we were tourists um, and we had our cards anyways. But Yeah, you already have the pass, yeah. might as well. Pretty good gig. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's he's that's the entrepreneurial spirit right there. This is a yeah. small business owner. Yeah, really. Before yeah, we get New too York's far off the subject of uh, before we get too far off the subject of brave pedestrians, I just remembered I had a dude at Walmart the other day. They almost fucking hit me with his car while I was walking oh. in. Because it was just you know the normal just the the pedestrian crosswalk like right adjacent from the doors like that's yeah that's like pedestrians have the right of way. I started walking in and like there weren't any cars and some dude came fucking flying up like probably like at least 30 miles an hour and like slammed on his brakes and like stopped like maybe like a foot or two short of me. I was looking at was like, what the fuck dude? Like he was <laughs> speeding. He was flying. I got, that reminds me of, I got another animal story from New York. Mm. Um, oh, no. We, we were out in Brooklyn uh, visiting our friends, had some bomb ass Indian food by the way in Brooklyn mm. um, but beforehand we'd uh, we'd gone to the bodega grab a couple drinks go to the park as we do um, and they've got like this really fancy park where they've got these like tennis courts and they've got like a, a running track and there's just tons of people like running around so there's like running groups that go together like fitness dudes doing like knee up running um, and all sorts of different uh, people Oof, throwing footballs yeah. in the middle throwing frisbees playing soccer whatever um, and these two fucking kids are on a motorized scooter, like a moped, like two stroke, ripping laps around the track, <laughs> like leaving between the runners. Like these animals, I, I was sitting there like, how has no one like shoved these kids off this thing yet? They're just running laps the whole time. Everyone else is jogging around, and these guys are going like weaving yeah, around for speed. It's just New York, bro. It's just New York, like. <laughs> It sounds really bizarre. Fun. Well, I'm sure it is. A, if you, if you're not like worried about a, being a dick, but dude, give a empty fuck. running track and his rip hot laps on the scooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> animals. I've always thought about doing that. Just never had the balls to do it. <laughs> By the way, bodegas coolest thing in the world. Literally every corner in New York, you've got yeah. under one roof a convenience store, a liquor store. A lot of them have weed too. Um, mm. and they got like fresh food, they got snacks, they got drinks, uh, everything under one roof and it's open until like midnight. Like you can, you can uh, buy oh, yeah. alcohol and weed at like midnight, which is unheard of in this. Grab city. a sandwich on the way out. Yeah. Stop by one of those, uh, halal food carts. Mm. They're just like so fucking dank. I really wanted to try one of the, one of the freaking 
halal food carts. Dude, but, uh, this, I, I, I stopped by one in uh, Manhattan. Uh, he's got like a tray. It's got like this in the corner of it's like this little mini salad, but most of it's just like rice with like chicken and like all this sauce over it. Oh yeah. And that guy, guy just asked me like, "You want it hot?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, yeah. I'm in New York. Let's do it." He puts like this single stripe of like looks like sriracha, just a single stripe down the middle of this rice bowl. That is the hottest fucking sriracha I've ever had in my life. This is a Middle Eastern dude just like absolutely torched me. He, he absolutely saw you and he's like, I'm going to get this guy. <laughs> Pasty white guy from South Carolina. He don't know shit. Yeah, no shot. Him and his jalapenos, I, he thinks he knows spice. Yeah, he's I'll show him a Reaper once. He thinks he knows what hot is. I'll show him that. <laughs> I wish I had the time to eat all the things I wanted to eat in New York. Oh, King of, Falo- King of Falafel in Queens is fucking goaded. I actually, I didn't even make it out to Queens. I spent all my time I in friggin' falafels. Manhattan and Brooklyn. It's, it's, um, there are mm, some damn good. good eats in New York City, though. And bagels. Bagel size of your fucking head. I literally had <laughs> a lock spread bagel every single morning in New York. They're so <sighs> good. Dude, I had, like I had a, a, a poppy seed bagel the size of my head. Mm. It was so fucking good. By the time Dude. I got done eating all those poppy seeds, I felt like I had like I was high on opium. Failed drug test. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get like a bagel of cream cheese. They give you a bagel this big, and the cream cheese is like this thick. That's what I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's yeah. Yes. on there. It's yes. so good. Yes, it's like, it's like that Ricky Stenhouse uh, car from Dripper Drive. Yes, Drabble. I was saying. Yeah. The cream cheese on More, the ratio. The three ratio. times the amount on that car. Yes. Oh, Hell yes. Thank you. I, oh, it's so good. There was this one bagel spot, like literally under where we stayed, and we went there every fucking morning. Oh, it was so good. But their toaster broke halfway through, which was unfortunate. Oh, no. Damn. We, Damn it. One day it was like, there was a lineup out the door in this place, like literally like zigzag through the store and out the door. Everyone wants their bagels. It's chaotic. People are arguing with the, the store owners. Um, and they're like, hey, toast is broken. And then everyone yells down the line, hey, toast is broke. Toast is broken. The toast is damn broken. <laughs> uh, but it was fine because I just got my spread on the side and then went upstairs and toasted it myself. Um, but yeah, I had a good New York moment. Fucking yeah. nuts. Love Would that place. You, sounds so, like fun. Yeah, so you go back, you highly recommend? I, I highly recommend going there for like a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would not want to live, at least in Manhattan, yes. I would yes. not want to yeah. live there. Like, it, nah. it takes a special visit. kind it's, of human to, to live to in live there every day. Like, yeah. it does not sleep. They pick up the the garbage. They start. They just noise <laughs> constantly. Like everywhere. four a.m. Uh, this is. <sighs> yeah, you're talking about the logistics of getting everything done. Like they literally work around the clock yeah. because that's the only way to get shit to where it needs to be, to move shit where it doesn't need to be, and all this. They, they constantly the do shit all the time. The construction is crazy. They're building a big ass new like Chase Morgan whatever building. Uh, and it's so tight in all the streets that there's skyscrapers literally everywhere. The cranes to like move stuff have to be almost vertical because if they move them down, they'll hit other buildings and they have to just like spin in place. And getting stuff in and out is is absolute chaos. But it's so it's so cool to watch. But I would absolutely not want to live there. In Brooklyn, maybe that's like that seems kind of fun. Uh, there's there's some space to exist. Um, it is it is it is fucking expensive. 
Plus, if um, you're lonely, you get the rat roommates to keep you company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never so, told the story of how that ended. Yeah, we found a mouse. Uh, <laughs> last night, uh, the buddy who owned the apartment actually left to Europe the day before. So he saw the marathon, but uh, he was on a, on a trip. But he let us stay an extra day. So shout out to, shout out to my boy. Um, and it was me, Andrew, and the, the buddy that drove down with me. And we were chilling, and this fucking mouse jumps up on the pantry shelf, and we're like, "Oh no!" Chase him off. He goes in the kitchen. We completely lose him, and then we're just concerned the whole time. We text our friend, but he's asleep because he's in, in a panic. He's in fucking Amsterdam. Um, so we text our other friends who live in Brooklyn. We're like, "Listen, there's a mouse here. What the fuck do we do?" And he's like, "Uh, you got any traps? No." Uh, move the, move the food out of the shelf because he just had a bunch of like open like snacks and crackers and cookies and whatever on the shelf. So we stick it all in the in whatever fits in the microwave and whatever doesn't in the oven. Uh, and we and our our friend wakes up and he's like, guys, I'm so sorry. I guess there's a mouse here. Uh, he called his building guy, get an exterminator, whatever. Um, and it turns out, uh, I don't want to show a photo of it, but basically next to the washing machine, um. Andrew spilled some laundry detergent, and then he went to go clean it up, and there's just little rat poops all oh, along next to the laundry machine. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Buddy's been there for a little while. And I guess it took us to home. notice him. Yeah. I was dealing um, with that last fucking winter. Those and that, listen, basement. That, that rent ain't cheap, so he's getting evicted tomorrow. <laughs> the, the rat. The, the, the mouse, not, yeah. not our friend. Okay, I was about to, I was about to say. <laughs> Him out over like one rat on the property. Damn. No, nah, he's he's in Europe. He's I'll, we'll let him enjoy his trip. You you are so loose with your food. You allowed a mouse to build in. You're out of here. We'll be seeing you. Immediate eviction. <laughs> this is why you get a cat. Cats kill those motherfuckers. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Cat. Yeah, I was, I was living City. in a, a trailer with like three other roommates, and like one day we have like. Uh, three cats between us and like all three of them are honed in on the refrigerator and like none of, <laughs> none of them are looking at us so i'm like trip 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 bit what's happening over here and none of them would look at me and i was like you know what you guys just take care of business i'm gonna go to work i came back after my shift there's a mouse turned inside out in the kitchen <laughs> good job boys <laughs> like all right good job yeah well, let me get uh, some paper towels and take this out back Throw it in the woods. It was a it was a cute ass apartment too. All all the apartments feel very like Parisy because they're all really old buildings. Yeah. You take this this janky ass little staircase up to get there. Uh, there's no elevators, nothing. You have to be really rich to have a, an elevator and a parking spot. And it Either just takes or. up a lot of room to have an elevator too. Yeah, exactly. Space that New York yeah. doesn't have <laughs> space to afford. Yeah, my buddy in uh, Queens, he had a seven floor walk up that had one elevator and it broke down constantly says he got stuck in it twice so he just doesn't use it anymore <laughs> and it, it is a shitty elevator like it has like you know the uh the like x's that like winch close oh, like this the old, scissor like, like yeah. the pull door kind the yeah so it's, it still has that <laughs> you can see where there was a spot where the uh elevator operator back in the day who gets paid to operate it for you used to stand yeah. That was like his little booth over there. They got rid of that. And so like now you just like hit the button that you want. And it, that thing was old and rickety as fuck. We wrote it once. And then I was just like, dude, I'm never getting on that fucking thing again. <laughs> Elevator operators reminds me. Weird fucking thing. 
Um, we had to we had to move our car once in New York. Uh, actually, let me get to that. We had free parking in New York City, which I didn't think would be a thing, because mm. usually in a big city you got to pay to park anywhere. But in New yeah, York, how'd you get that? In New York, either there's there's three options. There's three options. First is you go to one of those parking garages uh, where you pay a guy like sixty dollars a night, give him the keys, and he friggin' stacks it among like eight other cars. <laughs> yeah. You come back the next morning, you're like, "Hey, where's my car?" And he's like, "All right, give me half an hour," and then he's got a friggin' jigsaw out of it. Uh, option <laughs> two is you simply don't park in the city because it's impossible and you can't find a spot. But option three, if you find a spot in New York City. There's like certain streets where you can just park all the time. You just have to move it uh, one morning a week, one or two mornings a week. You have to move yeah, the car because the they clean sweeper. the streets. Yeah. But other than that, it's free, which is weird. Like the, the baseline is there's free parking. Like either you get a free parking spot or you're fucked and you got to pay oh, a ton of money. Did you there's see no, like, like the, the people with like the bumper covers? Oh, they all put the time. On their, yeah. So yeah, like, it's like they, Chicago. They, I've seen it in Chicago. Them in a lot too. so fucking tight. Yeah. Like they had to put bumper covers and like these bumper rails on their, you know, bumpers so they don't fuck up their uh paint or yeah, the, it's like the a plastic thing that, or like, whatever. So they can your, wiggle out and get going. You clip into your trunk and it just puts like a rubber mat on your bumper. I've seen some clever ones. I've seen somewhere like the license plate holder will have like a thick cushiony edge on it. Yeah. Um and you also always fold your mirrors in because otherwise the bikers will do it for you. Um yeah. So we parked the car for free. Where was I getting with this story? I'm completely lost. Oh yeah, we had to, we had to we had to move the car. So we went out to get gas. Um and we went to we went to New Jersey because there was a Costco there. You get the cheaper gas if you have a Costco membership. Mm. Canadian Costco memberships work in the US. Pretty cool. Oh um, good information. So we get a we, we drive over to New Jersey. Getting out of the city's fine. Getting into the city's a mess. But we were like we were like ready to wait because there was an hour and a half window that the car couldn't be in the spot while they were supposedly cleaning the streets. Um, so we get there, we get out, we uh, put our card in, we do our gas, and the this gas guy comes over. He's like, "You guys all right?" We're like, "Yeah, thanks, bro." And then we realize, oh, it's New Jersey. Other people have like employees <laughs> of the place pump everyone's gas for them. There's no self-service in New Jersey. I forgot what does that about mean? that. Do they not trust like the citizens of New Jersey to pump? Yeah, they just rolled that back in Oregon too. Back in in Oregon, they had the same thing. Is it like a stealing thing? Do they think everyone's gonna steal gas? It's just how it's done. Yeah, they got rid of that like a few years ago in because that's how it had been done forever. And when they got rid of it, just no one knew how to pump gas, and it was like a panic for like a week or so. <laughs> just everyone was going to the gas. Was like, I can't fill it up. I'm sure everyone was like, look at these nerds with their Ontario plate trying to pump their own gas. <laughs> and we, we'd like finished everything. And the guy was like, hey, and we're like, oh, shit. Oh, sorry, bro. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they didn't care. It's just such a weird, like, why, why New Jersey? Why is that such a, why is that, why does that exist there? I and like there's nowhere still a else? few random states that have that. It's like a law or For something. What? Yeah. Because that state's so small, they just need to invent jobs to give people. It's like, here, you just pump gas for people. <laughs> that is, yeah, they literally had like six dudes at this Costco just pumping people's gas. We get rid of this. We're gonna be laying off a lot of people, which we don't want to have all these people lose their jobs. So let's just let's just keep this way, this way of things going. Yeah, these angry, the... these angry, disaffected people with easy access to flammable liquids. <laughs> they do it in Mexico too, but I understood that that was the standard. But uh. 
It's just weird to drive across a bridge and now I'm not allowed to touch the gas pump. Yeah, it's, it's super sus. Uh, and then we fought, like, fought through traffic to get back in the city and ended up partying. Was it like Mad time. Max? You're like up on the hood of the car with a broadsword? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just about. Uh, and the taxis are animals and the trucks are animals and the buses. Dude, I watched a guy. He was trying to turn right from, like, the center lane. I guess. You're supposed to like move into the bus lane if you want to turn right. Mm -hmm. uh, buddy didn't do it. He starts turning right. Bus comes through, just destroys the the front corner. This guy's like new Chevy Blazer <laughs> or whatever, just plowed through. <laughs> and five seconds later, the guy behind him honks. He's like, "Get out of the way!" <laughs> he just got the front end tore off his car, and people are already honking at him. The whole street is. Oh, he's pulling the fuck over. I don't care if you're injured, I'm walking here. Yeah. It was, uh... It's an experience. It is It is such a weird experience. Every American owes it to themselves to go to New York for at least yes. a three-day weekend. For, yes, yes, for, yes, yeah, yes. Honestly. For, for someone that's experienced both, obviously New York's way worse than Chicago, but how, how much dude, worse is it then? Dude, I mean, like, well, I've been to Chicago. You drive through Chicago. Like, Chicago is the, the third enough. biggest city, second biggest city in the U.S., Chicago. You got to get the driving experience it's in third. Chicago and the people. LA is second, New York's okay. New York's Whatever, first. but that's like spread out. New York is like, it's this, this tiny little group, of this one island and this other piece of land. Yeah, it is so, it like, fair. you cannot fathom how dense it is. It literally is like one and a half times the densest downtown you know in Chicago or Toronto or whatever, constantly. It just it just keeps going. You look down the avenue and the buildings don't stop. Like it's just it's all one massive long building. And then when you get like to actually properly downtown, the buildings are fucking huge. I didn't realize how many like millionaire condos there are where it's like this this tiny little footprint because they had just like oh, the, a little lot to build on. And it goes all the way up. The fuck up. It's nuts. It's crazy. I was just, I thought yeah. I was ready for it, but I was not ready for it. Yeah, like going from like one mega city to another, like Tokyo is fucking big and it sprawls I, out. I was going to ask if ever. any of you have, have been to Tokyo. Yeah, it sprawls out forever, but New York is like super dense and it just goes straight up. Like they didn't have enough room to build out, so they built up instead. And New it's York. like, it, it feels like Tokyo, but you took like half of it and then stacked it on top of itself. It's like New York City is ridiculous, and to think that it's you know it's just that old, you know Tokyo oh, after, after World War Tokyo II had to be completely be re be rebuilt. Welcome back. Uh, I ran out of recording space on my computer because I didn't pay attention. <laughs> is that a hard Mountain Dew, Ben? Yes, it is. Yes, it it's is. A, it's the worst kind. It's watermelon because this is all I'm oh, left those with were gross. after drinking the good ones. Major melon. I remember that being gross. Watermelon uh, white claws yeah. are pretty gross as well. Yeah, By this the way, is awful. New York City. When you go to a bodega and you're like, oh, let me get like a can of uh, seltzer or beer or whatever. They only have the freaking double size, massive, the big boy, massive, mm. the, big boy. the 25 ounces. That's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah dude, and yeah, that's dude. the standard. So we just go in and we just grab two of those. You gotta be big enough to drink out of a brown bag. Uh, we just grab two of those each, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, those things are before, great. He, 
before he gets back, can we roast Cody a little bit? Like, what is Cody doing right now to let the people I know at home know? Uh, like, what I think is- he's ordering a pizza. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He, he went on the phone. <laughs> Just the hard drive like runs out of space, and Cody's like, "I'm gonna go order a pizza and take a shower." Like, come he's on, hungry. bro. Like, like, come on, like. The show is almost over and he orders a pizza. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I also uh also went to Trader Joe's today for the first time ever. Because people have been going nuts that? talking about Trader Joe's being the greatest place in the world. Uh it was pretty cute. It was cool. We went to one in New Jersey and I got a bunch of friggin' weird ass snacks. Did uh, they let you buy the Twitter snacks yourselves or did somebody else have to do that for you? <laughs> <laughs> they did they did indeed let us purchase our own things. Imagine that. Out to New Jersey, bunch of weirdos. Do they have a stuffed uh, uh, logo? They have a buckers. Yeah, (laughs) we needed buckers. I don't think Trader Joe's has. Is there like a little trader named Joe? I don't know if they have a mascot. They should though. It it does remind me of like a a, like a kind of like a neighborhood Bucky's because you go to Bucky's and it's all like Bucky's branded stuff. Everything's little Bucky's. You get little snacks as Bucky's. Same thing at Trader Joe's. You go to Trader Joe's, you got little Trader Joe's snacks. You got little Trader Joe's frozen meals, whatever. Uh, which are apparently really good, but I didn't bring any frozen meals back in the uh, eight-hour drive home, unfortunately. Cody! Cody, we're oh, live. Not you know. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, Cody, we're Cody, live. Cody, we're, we're, live. we're live. What did you buy? <laughs> yeah, the vape. <laughs> you know it. What'd you order? I get that brick. I got a double cheeseburger box from Zana's. All right. I don't understand a one word you just fucking said. (laughs) Zana's Pizza. It's a local box. Yeah, from Zana's place from Milwaukee. Sure. Rusty thinks it's very funny that we lost the podcast for a couple minutes. I thought it was funny we lost the podcast and it was a pizza, but what's a. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) Is is that like our Crave case from White Castle? No, it. A box, it's just like their combo platter. A box, it just comes with fries. Oh, we'll just say platter. Jesus Christ, I didn't think it was. I didn't think the word box was gonna melt your guys' brains. Yeah, I did. It did. <laughs> Good thing we're still an animal. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like cheeseburgers in boxes. I'm immediately thinking White Castle, man. Yeah. Get the crave case. Get yeah. one case in hand that's just cheeseburgers. Get the other one that's just hamburgers. Walk out of the store with that. DoorDash in New York City. I have a problem with you. Oh no! Oh no! DoorDash in New York. We all right. We uh we had gone to this party. We'd pre drank for this party. Gone to this party. We were there were six of us, and we were very very drunk. And we wanted some fucking Taco Bell, and we did not want to go down and back up those stairs to get that Taco Bell. So we were like, we'll go on DoorDash. We'll be modern humans. We want a DoorDash. We ordered eighty dollars worth of Taco Bell. Fucking crunch wrap, fucking taco little things, fucking nacho, <laughs> like whatever. Dude, There's six that... of us. There's six of us. Fair enough. And we want some goddamn Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> Just never heard of eighty dollars. If you had went out and got it, it probably would be like forty bucks. Uh, maybe. Yeah, we just got a lot of food. That's um, fair. Six, you know, six people were all we all wanted some fucking Taco Bell, and it was it was like like four like big blocks away from from where we're staying. That's not too much to ask, is it? Apparently it is. Uh, cause the dude showed up and he handed Andrew a little bag of food and he's like, all right, sick. Opens it up. There's friggin' two nacho meals, a thing of fries and three Mountain Dews. 
They fucked it. I, uh, 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 where where did the other food go? How it's does that dollars worth of Taco Bell? I expect Ooh, you to bring dude, half the store it with was, you. It was 2 a.m. <laughs> and we all wanted our goddamn Taco Bell. We didn't get it. We, I, did the delivery driver friggin' teeth the thing? Did the, the restaurant just forget to make our order? Who knows? Uh, either way, Buddy went on the, the DoorDash app and he's like, hey, you guys, uh, you fucked it. And they're like, hey, which which items specifically did we miss? Phil's all basically everything except for two. And they're like, all right, we can give you uh, $60 back. And our other friend's like, nah, fuck that. Go fucking fight him. Went in the app and was like, hey, you ruined my whole night. Uh, you know, I can't believe you disappointed me so much. And they're like, all right, sorry, we'll give you another $40. Karen the shit out of it. So uh, we made a profit on Taco Bell. I guess the the only price of it was us going to bed disappointed. We didn't get more food. Uh, so we all had like a quarter of a nacho plate. And we're this, sad. This is why you get Damn. your fucking food yourself. Apparently. Yeah. yeah so DoorDash. I've never get it used together. DoorDash or anything like that because I, I just don't trust it. I'm not spending an extra 15 to $20 because I'm a lazy asshole. I will. Listen, yeah, Dude, I was about to say, part, some of us, that's not the case. Some of us have been so fucking drunk, we can't even speak, but we can still get that app up and running. <laughs> and sometimes it'll bring you your food. I'm pissed. Uh, anyways, that's that's the New York City experience. Um, that's Animal Planet for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's Animal Planet. Uh, there's uh, one thing that I wanted to mention. Uh oh. So at Martinsville, uh, you know, the there's that red truck that you go at to get the radios. So you yeah, get the racing radios. Truck. Yeah, racing Yeah. By the way, those have gone downhill. They are pieces of shit. Don't oh. ever get them ever again. Because this was, I mean, before that, when it was Sprint, it was awesome because you got the little TV on there. You could switch yeah. before. You could see all the videos and stuff. You can switch between uh, the broadcast and the radio and everything. It was sweet. Now it's a dinky little Nokia phone <laughs> that you have to dial the number. And then half the time, you got no reception. <laughs> half of the time, it's like the whole thing's out. It was awful. Damn. And I think my dad like spent like it was like ninety or hundred dollars still on these things. It's stupid. On just yeah. renting it? Yeah, just renting it. Oh my for god. The, yeah, what's the price? I'm You're better off buying it. your own, dude. I you can buy a headset for like sixty bucks and one of the radios is buy your own. Yeah, that's you can what just tap into the buy a little Beofang radio. Those, but back uh, then those, when it was sprint, it was good. It was good quality. You got the video thing and everything, but now it's just garbage. So Dude, that if you kind ever of go money, to the track and want to rent one of those, don't. And you have to do, you have to pre-order it. Uh, you can't get it at the track. Yeah, you can't do it day of. Dude, yeah. and for that money, you can get a helicopter ride in Australia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyways, uh, when we were turning in the radios after Caleb uh, skipped out on us, <laughs> uh, <laughs> They were talking about how they're at Daytona. Uh, they're getting all the stuff back, and they normally like go through it fast. They just throw the radios there. They throw the headsets there. Next person. Uh, they talked about how in one of the bags they found a used pair of underwear at Daytona. 
Uh, it's like, how does that get in there, first of all? And how did that happen? That was planned. That was, it was, was it, set up. It was pre-planned. <laughs> was there a specific gender for this underwear? I'm guessing it was male because they talked about how big it was. <laughs> Could be either, I guess. Hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the my magnum boxes for my magnum dong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the animal planet uh, from Martinsville. Someone else didn't enjoy the experience, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, fuck these guys! Exper- I'm gonna give them my dirty undies. Experienced it a little too much and had to take the pants <laughs> off. It just. <laughs> You return your headset, just throws it underwear. How does that happen? It's, it's so pre-planned. He, he showed up so there stupid. not to watch a race, but to return the headset with underwear. <laughs> he had that sitting in the bag, and he's like, dude, watch this shit. And he put it in there, <laughs> zipped it up, and he fucking sent it back. Hey son, you want to see something cool? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the ultimate endorsement for not renting those things. Because if you yeah. put on one of those rented headsets, you don't know if someone's yeah, under you, you been on that cleaned beforehand. It, after that? Dude, <laughs> it should be like Uber when you throw up out the window. They should charge you 150 bucks if you throw like yeah. any like dirty underwear in there. Like, I mean, come on, like, come on. The, the cleaning fee. They gotta get you with that, right? And yeah, if you do pre-order, your your name and everything should probably be in there. So if like you send back like a broken or trash headset, they could track you down. They should, they down should send the uh, racing electronics Gestapo after you. <laughs> <laughs> they got to check uh, whose name was written on the waistband there, and then cross-reference <laughs> the, the rental sheet. Find the the perp. All right, well, that's Animal Planet, I think. Uh, from this week and last. Next Me up. and Ben are going to uh, Hickory this weekend, so we will oh, have shit. we will have stories, hopefully. stories, footage. I'll take it. Uh, Is Travis yeah. running? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. You guys rooming together? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> rooming board. Pr- protect your tits. <laughs> <laughs> the honking will commence. <laughs> Alright, uh, next up is the media check-in. What the heck were y'all up to this week? Playing any games? Watching any movies? What's up? Mm. Rusty, did you finish Hot D? I have not finished Hot D, Jaws 3, uh, I started Andor. Uh, if you don't finish Hot D by the time we do the next podcast, you're getting my Hot D. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, this is the last one of these ever, so he doesn't have to yeah. worry about it. Yeah, that's fair. I may have a confession down the road about games I have not finished, uh, so it's it's a habitual pattern. So um, habitual line stepper. You need to get that Jaws VHS off your third one, sir. Speaking of games, to that franchise. Can we talk about the core, Ben? <laughs> what yes! happened, Ben? It's talk dead. to us. Mm-hmm. I was on my uh, way home. Been, uh... I was at Costco, and, I, and Ben was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we took over the core." And I... <laughs> It's a hostile takeover. Uh, it is literally a hostile takeover. You could have asked. We could have worked together. No, Ben. I mean, this is the energy still, we need. Look, we'll, we're still working together. Like, I still need you. I still okay. need your oh. help. Oh. Yeah, Ben just took the first step in getting this next season going. But I am now president. Oh, <laughs> That's fine. You, you can take my made-up role of managing director if you want. I didn't know that was a role. That's what I called myself last season because I, I didn't know because I wasn't a founder or anything. Well, I think right now I'm just admin Ben. You, yeah, are, I'll you be are admin well, Ben. 
the, these are the steps we need to take for Ben to like take literally over race control in NASCAR. So like, I fully support this. And, oh, you know, Moon Car. Core, core's a little bit before NASCAR. Moon Car. <laughs> yeah, no, core is definitely below Moon Car. Shit, if what you guys hell? are claiming manager and president, I'm claiming CEO. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. What happened in uh, Monday Night Racing? I saw everyone complaining that the race control was ass. Did we talk about that? I didn't see. I'm yeah, we got, we got I'm the special guest. I, I didn't watch it. We would need Jacob on that. All right. I just heard it was a mess, and all the drivers were all tweeting like, well, uh, that was certainly a race. Thanks for watching. Didn't hit my burp button. Yeah, kind of what I saw, um, pretty much... Um, I won't give out the information that I know about the two yeah. race controllers that they had, but they're not going to be doing race control ever again for them. Uh, so Name Josh Ma- no, 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 under the bus. <laughs> so pretty much Josh Mendoza's back. Um, I've gotten contact with him. So if he needs any help or backup, um, I can definitely help him any way I can. Uh, it, keep that tip top in shape as far as race control goes um but Have yeah we ever pretty properly, much like promoted ben as the best race control director like in the world like i feel like we haven't like i think given... we have i think the people know i mean we ran moon car the other week without ben and it was a disaster and That's travis true. had the to cut the race the... in half <laughs> the one just... yeah 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 it couldn't oh, it just I couldn't run without it. him <laughs> i appreciate greatest it. button pusher of all time Speaking of which, a habitual button pusher. <laughs> I racing, get this man on the freaking Road to Pro Contender Series. Because some bastard, literally two hours ago or whatever, uh, had shit tires, was falling back to the field, self spun to cause a caution. And like a, like a pro, like qualifying tournament, basically. Uh, just self-spun, got a caution, and then passed six dudes to finish in the top 20, which is the cutoff. Uh, he needs to be suspended for at least one race. and uh, No, he minimum. just needs to be parked the whole... Like, you can't do like, that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it at was, an absolute minimum. Absolutely minimum. So, the rest of the season for that. So blatant. That, it, uh, it was like, oh, he gets loose, and then he keeps turning left. Oh, and he's gassing it now, and he's spun out. It was just like... And that stuff yeah, has you, happened, well, like, a lot. You need to... Teach a lesson and um, show that you're going to take yes. this seriously. Yeah. Because otherwise, more people are going to do it and they're going to think that, oh, nothing's going to happen to yep. me. I might get suspended a race, maybe, but it'll be worth it in the end. No, Hopefully. you just you just dox him and you send some people to his house with some lead pipes. Christ, a little of each, maybe. God. Hopefully, by the time this podcast goes up, that will have been uh, dealt with properly. If if my if my boy uh, was what running pipe? things, uh, this this man wouldn't be running again. So we'll be we'll be seeing you. Yeah. He won't be running after he gets those lead pipes to his knees. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good old Nancy Kerrigan treatment. <laughs> God. That's We're going to have to do some more editing on this podcast. <laughs> nah, no, I don't know what that nah. means, so I'm leaving it in. Uh, I think the only thing I'm doing is joining the two clips where the hard drive got full. All right. But yeah, pretty much MR in good hands now. Core is back from the dead. Mm, yeah. uh please if you're interested in sponsoring uh 
that's the hard part. We need as much money as possible to yeah, here, break look, even. The reason money, that please. I uh, did not do anything for Core Season 5 is because I literally lost money on the previous season. And our big sponsor that we had to like actually put the broadcast on uh, is no longer sponsoring us. And I don't feel like asking everyone for money because it costs a lot of money to put broadcasters on to put on the, the whole core. Uh, but yeah, Ben has worked be out some $1, sort of system. Just yeah. for core. Yeah. Ain't cheap. Um, yeah, ben has worked really out some sort of sponsorship system that I haven't looked at yet because I literally just got home. Yeah, uh, we got different tiers and levels if you want to get involved. Yeah. So yeah, if you so like the core and you want to see no it actually NFTs. happen... <laughs> no give us money <laughs> you want to sponsor a race or have your name on the ticker it's only like 37 bucks i'm probably going to do that mm, i appreciate it but yeah um best way to get in contact with us is of course the core email address which i don't know dt you should know it we have a core email address Yes. <laughs> Great promo, guys. This is why you can't get uh, no money. This is why you have trouble uh, raising yeah, funds here. Should we just go to fan mail? If we have a core mail. email address, I've I was never given <laughs> access is. to this. No. You can put that the up core, in post. It is the core league at gmail.com. Message us wow, there, or you can just DM me in Twitter or Discord. The Ben uh, crazy. We'll, we'll get you all the details. Leave yeah, a YouTube no one, comment. No one gave me access to that email. I guess Caleb hasn't. I've yeah, never had it. Of course he does that rat. Yeah. Animal planet. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> that was that was the media check-in. <laughs> it's time. Send in your fucking, your fucking mail. mail. Watch your fucking hand slap. Send in your fucking mail. Send in guys. I don't give a fuck, man. You better send in those emails at this point. Welcome Just for the record, I'm not mail. washing my hands with hickory. Oh god, cold. I never noticed Did like the that? triple echo on that first wash your fucking hand slab that like pans the stereo yeah. pan. <laughs> One if, of these days, I need to get way. it on. Like, I'll have to upload it somewhere because there's a lot of quality that you lose there where I've like put echoes and stuff in it to make it produced. Mm. Uh, no. If y'all heard Eat. that, by the way, don't. If you see slap at Hickory Motor Speedway, do not shake, shake his, hands. his hands. Don't do it. <laughs> no, you should shower him with. Is you you don't really want to wash your hands at Hickory. Like you'll you'll walk into the bathroom and then slowly back out and then drive to Wendy's across it's, the street. Is, is it like uh, Gringle Pickens where they're like running water out of the faucet is like already yes. dirty? Yes. What we need oh, to do, if you if you see Slap in public, you need to run up to him with some hand sanitizer and just throw it on him with holy water and start trying to <laughs> exercise. I him. think that's what we'll have to do is we'll have to film, like, because Hickory... No, if, you, if you do that to it, me, I'm, I, I'm getting a lead pipe. It hasn't oh, been touched since, since, like, the 1960s. Like, the facilities, all that, it's just... Hey, Ned Jarrett bad. washed his hands in that bathroom. <laughs> Use that same sink. It's the same urinal. Uh, if you want to send us emails, we will read them on the show unless they're stupid or bad. Uh, ShrimpHoursPresents at gmail.com. Send them in, guys. Uh, and we will take send them in, a look. Send them in, guys. Uh, we got some emails this week. We got, uh, I think, five. Five emails. All right. Thanks, thanks to everyone who writes in every week. Uh, it makes me happy. All right. Send them in, guys. <laughs> uh, Harley Payne writes in. 
Um, and he said, in the spirit of the uh, MLB season and everything finishing up, um, suppose it's the ninth inning of the last World Series game and you're the closer for the home team. What do you want your entrance to be? Music, lights, and effects? They don't do that for batter up in MLB, do they? No. If you don't like baseball, just think of how you'd enter like WrestleMania. So basically, what's your what's your like intro song and what kind of effects would you have? <laughs> I'm Stand Still by Rush. And just have All glitter. Right. <laughs> just tons of glitter. <laughs> just make it the worst possible cleanup for uh, the facility crew. Uh, mine would be uh, Eruption by Van Halen. Mm. I don't. I don't have anything. Don't look at me. Uh, Marching to the Sea this. by Pelican. There we go. It's kind of obscure, but it does have like this big fucking build up and like dun 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 dun. Just and then it's just fucking the beat drops. I just want one of those cool like hockey things where they drop down a big set piece from the ceiling and everyone like comes out of it and it looks cool. And they blow all the smoke and everything. To, to, to speak towards that, I'm gonna go with Puff Daddy. Come with me. Uh, just get Godzilla like either coming out of right field like at the Met Stadium with the apple, or just drop down in the field. Uh, you got the full orchestra going like da 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 da, and you got the pyro going, and it's like come with me. Like I feel like yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be electric. So I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with that one off the top of my head. The the Jets play in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Do the, yeah, Giants the Jets play and the Giants. Same thing with Giants. They both okay. The they they, they, they use the same stadium. Oh, that's kind of dumb. Well, I drove by that, that stadium. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Also. I also drove by Pocono Raceway. Shout out to Pocono Raceway. Mm. Drove by that thing today. Up until um, recently with the LA teams. They were the only teams to share a stadium in the NFL. Yeah, and they're both called New York, and neither of them are in New York. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Washington um, is right? not in Washington. They're in Maryland. That's fair. Also, I also drove through Weed Sport, which is my favorite racetrack name uh, ever. And <laughs> Buffalo right. isn't in a Buffalo. I was confused, too. <laughs> Uh, I also drove through Buffalo. Shout out to to Buffalo, New York. Um, All right. Our good pal from Down Under, Andrew R., writes in for fan mail number 17. Uh, And he basically talks about how he has a Mazda 2, um, which is these dinky little hatchbacks, uh, and how he went to a a track day and that they were running faster laps than these dudes in Porsches because they were too scared (laughs) to, like, damage their cars. Um, and he's basically talking about how much of a good time it is to drive a slow car fast. Uh, and he asks, what, what tales of on-track hoonery can the shrimps tell us? When have you uh, ripped a cute car on a racetrack? I've never yeah, driven I haven't on done track. It. I, the I've only been been out. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, go, Cody. I, I was just passenger back in like high school. We had a track day at a drag strip, and I was just passenger for one of my buddies when he ripped a like souped up cobalt down the Great Lakes dragway for one run. That's my only experience being in car cool. on track for something. It's pretty cool, yeah. What were you, you go, what was your story, Rusty? Um, I'm just a dumb race fan. I have no idea what car I was driving, but it had to have been like early 80s. I don't even know. It was just an old, old car. We were at this racetrack in Minnesota, and uh, it was kind of a setup. Not gonna lie, I think they were. I think they're trying to roast me. It was by um, I forget the name of it. Uh, Let me try to pull this up here live. If you know the town, I'm sure one of the viewers would know probably. Yeah, pulling stuff. 
Pulling stuff up live on the podcast isn't fun, is it? Well, they they shut it down. I know, so I kind of yeah, I kind of messed it up. Um, Whatever, some stupid shutdown. It, it was it was in Shakopee, Minnesota. I'll put it I'll put it that way. It was near Shakopee. Someone will know. Someone will, Someone will write yeah, it in the YouTube comments. I'm sure. Yeah, it was near Shakopee. They gave me this old old car. We hopped in there. I don't even know. I don't even know why they. Did. I don't know. But anyways, I hopped in there with one of my best buddies at the time, and there was like a like a eight car field. We hopped in there, and like <laughs> like. I don't know. You just you just kind of lose your mind a little bit and like you're digging off the corner and you're pushing tight like and your adrenaline's going crazy. I just I I, I mean, I feel like I had to back the story up a little bit, but I almost wrecked the uh, track car just <laughs> trying to get in the gas too early, digging off the corner and I'm, you're, the sun's in your face. You're digging off. And uh, every single lap, I was I was pushing that thing way, way, way too hard. I I think I inevitably finished last, but um, I was racing my buddy like super, super hard. And I thought, like honestly, I was gonna die doing it because it was so like out of control. Like, like we, I don't want to compare it to an '87, but like for like I think it was like 24 year old me who has never done sim racing or really anything. I'm just a dumb guy in a race car, like an old <laughs> race car, just digging. And um, I'll have to I think I'll have to revisit the story to tell it properly. But anyways, that well, as soon as we got out, our adrenaline was going crazy. Like I just ran over to my buddy and I, we were just like, t- like, 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 dude, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then we go <laughs> up in the stands. And everybody that was a part of the actual race team that put us in these cars were like, you guys are such animals. Like you like have you like, <laughs> like you guys are the biggest like idiots I've ever seen drive a car in their life. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So. Time of my life, but at the same time, super humbling and like, uh, but I don't know. When you climb in that thing on an actual real racetrack, you, you kind of like your brain like detaches from reality and you just, you're digging. That was solid. That was great. One of these days when I've got enough money to spare, I'm going to do a track day or one of those, uh, those racing experience things at the Milwaukee Mile they have like months or so, like the Rusty shrimp, Wallace thing. Shrimp lemons. It's going to happen eventually. Hell yeah. Uh, I, right, I, I did just... the NASCAR racing experience in oh, Charlotte. Oh, oh how was that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 2013. Uh, me and That's my grandpa we're... did it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he used to race at Greenville Pickens. Uh, oh, yeah. So me and him did it. We go through, like, this is the first time. Oh, here it is the pizza. It's here. <laughs> the pizza. The pizza. pizza. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> Cody's food's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're doing the uh, NASCAR uh, driving experience. Uh, I think it was uh, the Richard Petty driving experience, technically. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they they put you in this car. It's the first time I've ever driven a stick. And I got to, like, you know, get it up through the gears. They say they give you, like, three chances. And if you stall it out, then, you know, you just got to ride a shotgun. Uh, but I get, it, I get it the first time. It almost stalls out. But I get it up through the gears, do uh, one lap around. Now it's like they, they really choke it down. So it only goes like a like 160 miles an hour. Yeah, I say only 160, but uh, as I'm going into turn one, it's like up at full song now, and you can't see a whole lot out of the the front of these cars. I mean, the windshield's like this freaking tall. Yeah. Dude. And as I go into the corner, all I see is this wall of asphalt. You can't see <laughs> yeah, that. Mu- you can't see that much in front of you. And I lifted. I I was scared. I was just like, nope. <laughs> and I lifted, and I just like cruised down through there, 
the steering wheel is trying to wrench itself out of your hands. Yeah, dude. You got yeah. four keys pushing you into the, the seat. <laughs> and then like next time around, I'm like, all right, gather it back up, go into turn three and four flat out. And then I go into turn one again, flat out. And I fucking kept my foot in it and I did the 165 like straight through there, never let up. And I was just like, hell yeah, this is it, man. You got all those G forces hitting you. And then I do my uh, third lap around and here comes some guy on my outside, just blows, like, blows past me. And uh, in the race, in, in, order, in order to make a pass, you have a spotter who's telling you like where everybody is on the track and everything. And you know, slow down somebody, you know, something happening up here. Or you can pass this guy, go to the outside, and they coordinate with the other spotter to make sure that guy stays low and all that. This guy just blows past me, you know, just up on the high line and all that. And all of a sudden, he slows down. He's got his spotter, like, screaming at him. I was like, who is this jackass in the 77 car up here? And, I, you know, I, I have my cold down lap, and I come back around. And I I'm, and here comes the 77 car out behind me. He's been parked. I look over. It's my fucking grandpa. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, yeah, he was just ripping the top side, and uh, I guess he got a little bit more uh, juice out of that thing than anybody else could find. Uh, yeah, so uh, we That's we awesome. we both did that and had a lot of fun, and uh, yeah. But after that, I think I only did five laps, and it felt like I had a gorilla just sitting on my fucking chest, yeah, all the G forces yeah, and everything. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I I was in a choked down car. You know, I couldn't imagine doing 200 into the corner and like slowing down to 180 and, you know, ripping around there for 600 miles for four and a half hours or what the fuck ever. Right. Yeah, it yeah. felt like somebody, had, you know, punched me in the fucking chest or something. Tell me so, about yeah. the adrenaline. Tell me about the adrenaline, like it, going crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's just like I, I had this stupid ass grin on my face. I couldn't get it off for like an hour. Yeah, dude. dude <laughs> and then yeah, I, was, dude. I get out and I was like, I'm, I'm walking back to the car. Like my knees start shaking. Like I yeah, get the dude. adrenaline crash. And I'm just like, damn, dude, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sick. I've always wanted to do one of those. That's awesome. All right. Uh, next question comes in. Uh, this one's from Sanok. This Hello Shrimps Sanok here. Uh, with the 2022 Truck Xfinity and Cup Championships over, I gotta ask, what was your favorite moment of the season? Personally, mine was anytime Slap posted about food while at the racetrack. Uh, <laughs> the easiest answer is just the Ross Chastain wall thing. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that wins moment of the season, uh, no matter what, really. Yeah, in person, it it was unbelievable. Like, you just you saw Christopher <laughs> Bell cross the line, but I was focused on like where Ross Chastain was and then all of a sudden I just see this red blur just going all the way around <laughs> and bump into Brad Keselowski and it's like holy shit that was Ross Chastain and it everyone in the crowd it took about five to <laughs> ten seconds for everyone to process what the fuck just happened and it was like yeah. everyone was looking at each other it's like did go. that that actually happened and then everyone got up and went Ah, screaming and yelling. It was amazing. And then uh, once he got out of his car, everyone cheered. And then after uh, Christopher <laughs> Bell's interview, they went to Ross Chastain and everyone just was cheering. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Cody, can we get a can we get a double burger update? Uh, 
it's not chilling there. I haven't opened it yet, but yeah. Was... <laughs> <All right. laughs> the, the, no, I was waiting so long because I, you guys know, like my property setup. I yeah, just yeah, have you this walk through the alley. back of a property. Dude, you'd be shocked to see the amount of difficulty like every delivery driver has. Just it's like, hey, it's just the it's a like the little house in the back of the property. It's the alley to the side. It's like where, where. <laughs> We're going to we're going to make you uh, start that burger on stream, but we got no. another question coming in. Well, from, hey, can I, camera. Can, oh, well, all right. Can we repeat the question one more time because anybody yeah, wants to speak on it. What the best moment in the 2022 NASCAR season? I think we spoke on that well enough. Is there anything well, you think what? I got camping, two. I camp, I got two with the shrimps. Camping is always fantastic, but I got I Oh yeah. I've been honestly wanting to make a video out of this or like a tweet, but like, I don't really want the engagement. I just want to say this. The electricity for the cup race at gateway was on a level. I have not felt in a long time. It felt special. It felt like it honestly felt like a championship race. There's something they you cannot describe it unless you you're there you feel it and you see it in person. So I gotta, I gotta give another shout out to gateway. Um, but I wonder if the uh, uh, I wonder if the new market had anything that a lot of people in the St. Louis area that long and well, race that they get their chance and they're just so hyped. Well, the thing that was so bizarre was the truck race felt just like a complete um, letdown or ghost town. Like it just felt like nobody cared. But the cup race was like I'm telling you, electric. It felt special. So, um, but my personal favorite moment was uh, Pocono Xfinity Series. We'll let you guys do the research on that. So. Uh, I don't remember anything about it. Did Gregson win? Too small. Too small. <laughs> what about their Sargento Bridge Xfinity series? No, no, no. no. We got to keep moving. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. sure. Shout out to like, it's, what was it, nine or 10 months ago? Us going to Daytona. That was a fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. full shrimp experience. It was Dude. the full shrimp experience. Dude, disc we got golf. to see our first flips. We had good <laughs> disc golf in time. DT's about to die. DT's dying. <laughs> My at Snyder <laughs> going into the fence. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it's a tie. It's a tie between Daytona and Road America. I love yeah, that Xfinity Series people. race was nutty. Yeah, the issue with Daytona is just it's just so and expensive far and far yeah. away, so yeah. inconveniently located. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm not feeling too well. Coming, coming home mildly sick to a house with broken heat is fucking horrible. Uh, all right. You're gonna have the best sleep though. You're gonna wrap yourself in like ten blankets and. Pass yeah, I'm just gonna, out. I'm just gonna duck into this thing and I'll be okay. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next email comes in from Doggo. Uh, Doggo says. Another riveting topic, relentless TV commercials. That one ad that beats you to death with their product to the point where you just maybe give it a quick Google search. My experience was a commercial promoting Salino and Barnes, a personal injury law firm with a corny but memorable jingle to the point where it became a meme. Uh, They disbanded in 2020 and then out of nowhere, Barnes decided to die in a plane crash. Uh, imagine my fucking shock Shout out. now Salino has his own thing and the Barnes firm was created out of Steve Barnes' vision uh, discuss 
decided to die in a plane crash. <laughs> That's the way the, it's written. I don't know if the wording of that could have been any better. Mars <laughs> decided to die on, in a plane Doggo. crash that same year. Just, just like John Denver, he just decided. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Body the hung. question is, any, uh, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, what was the Some question? memorable commercial that gets stuck in your head. Memorable commercials that, like, you saw so many times that you had to like look up what it actually was. I wouldn't say look up, but there's like eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Empire, <laughs> and then in Ohio well, that was a local thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's apparently it's nationwide. Yeah, in Ohio there's a, I guess Ed would call them ambulance chasers, but the ambulance chaser lawyers. Uh, there's this guy that has this look where even on the billboard like he'll point at the camera and do the little thing with his eyebrows so he can do the little things like i'll make them pay <laughs> let me see if i can find this so anyone in ohio anyone in wisconsin knows the our uh, ambulance chaser dude david gruber one call that's all that's his, he's like the fucking, the Saul Goodman of fucking Wisconsin. Yeah, I've, I've seen this in Georgia and South Carolina, but uh, if you're in a car crash, don't scream, call Akeem. And dial That's all nines good. for uh, Akeem Law Firm. I've, I've mentioned I mean, this one. Tim Misney, uh, DT. Oh, I see him. I Misney makes them pay. Yep, that's him. There you go. <laughs> Apparently there's a bunch of these. The eyebrow. <laughs> And he has a, I, uh, he has looks a, like a ring as well. It looks like Agent 47. Does he have a barcode on the back of his head? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a, a cross between Agent 47 and Boss Rutan from the UFC. <laughs> and what's bad is like there's a bill, there's a ad place in front of my uh, office. So every once in a while, it'll be just a month of him staring <laughs> He's at, me, that eyebrow at me. In every ad. Yeah, he loves that, doing that's this his thing. eyebrow thing. He'll make them pay. <laughs> All right. I know I've talked about this one before in the past. This is a good one. That's a good one. It's one that's just eyebrows. Like everybody in Ohio knows immediately. What oh, that oh, he's yeah. got a, he's got a beret in that Isn't one. Heisenberg. In the yeah. Show. yeah, top left, top left, <laughs> or top left. He's got a beret like Jamie from fucking Mythbusters. So yeah, that's Tim Misney for you. Shout right. out! Shout out! Do you guys remember uh, the the head-on one? The yeah, head-on applied directly mm -hmm. to the forehead. Yeah. That just re repeats that like three times in a row. Head-on applied directly to the forehead, and that's it. Just the commercial then ends. <laughs> just like you do sometimes, Grandpa. <laughs> oh oh <yeah>. God! <laughs> Listen, I don't even have those shit. commercials in my in my country, but. Just stealing NASCAR races, hearing that fucking... Yeah, you don't have pharmaceutical commercials in Canada, Yeah, because we're not weird. We don't have a weird system where people pay hey, you need to have billions a, of a, dollars You need to have a, a, a pay-to-play medical system so all the money from the working class gets funneled up to the top uh, 1% as our founding fathers intended. Capitalism. My favorite thing is when Americans are like, that's not what this dead guy would have liked. We didn't know, they didn't know the situation yeah, at all. Anyway, 200 years this 18th ago. century agrarian nobleman would have disapproved Word. this guy <laughs> who owned human beings as property. And in my opinion, he is, 
This guy wouldn't have agreed. Imagine taking uh, the opinion of dudes that wore powdered wigs that thought it looked good. Yeah, that were uh, lined with lead and drove them insane. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> last question, last email comes in from T-Bone. T-Bone writes in, Hello, shrimps. We've all seen our fair share of very unique acts of celebration in motorsports. In all of your personal opinions, what celebration have you seen would you say is the goofiest? And what celebration would you say is the most badass? Uh, note, the celebration can be both outside the car or with the car itself. So, uh, dancing or burnouts are all approved answers. I mean, uh, I don't know which is goofiest. And, I don't know which is goofiest and badass. Does that count as goofy? <laughs> the Gregson barf. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Gregson yak. Uh, obviously, Chastain's watermelon. That one, obvious one. That's pretty goofy. Yeah, and I remember seeing a clip. I have no idea when or where, or I know where it was from, just not when, or, like event. There's a track up in northern Wisconsin, 141 Speedway, that has like a big pond in the middle near Victory Lane. I remember after seeing a video clip after some dude won, and uh, he went from Victory Lane as jumped into the pond. That's pretty sick. That's like the fire suit and everything. That's like the Red Bull pool. If they win the Monaco race, they have to jump in the the pool. Oh yeah, like won't they do that in Detroit too? They jump into the fountain in uh, IndyCar. Do they? At Long Beach. There's a fountain. Yeah, it's California. I thought there was a fountain in uh, Detroit too, and they like jumped in the fountain on. I'm not jumping into any fountain in Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Lake Michigan water. If anyone watches IndyCar, please send us an email at shrimpowerspresents at gmail.com. Let us know. Put it up at the top. Yeah. If, and just in case, if you watch yeah. IndyCar, send us an email. Right up there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you do, but you probably don't. Uh, climbing the fence is pretty sick. Did Tony start that, or is that just like an Indy? Uh, Alio Castroneves thing? started that, and then Tony. Really? Tony, Tony, when he won the Brickyard in 2005, appropriated copied it. it. Yeah. Mm. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rusty. Not even gonna try to defend it. Climbing the fence at they, climbing the fence day 2005 is a special hey, moment for me. Like, hey, October 2006, Tony was out of the chase but won it at Atlanta, and he climbed the fence on old tires. On old tires. <laughs> By the way, fuck Jimmy. Fuck Jimmy taking freshies. Tony still beat his bitch ass on old tires. On old t- I think he that's took two. Point. Sixteen no, no, years ago, no, he remembers it like that's it was the yesterday. Point. No, that's the point because he should have been in the stupid format. And I think he, I, I don't remember if he took two or stayed out. Either way, he had old tires and beat Jimmy's rat ass and fucking beat him straight up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. NASCAR is hating. Let Rusty, dude. Rusty, he should have showed up for the first 26. Shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. Okay, what about 2011? <laughs> I, I mean, we're going to steal him. Should have showed up first 26. He's an illegitimate no, champion. Just, get, get the foreman, dude. I would, I would take away all three championships. I'll take away three of them. Mark Martin, Greg Biffle, Carl Edwards. Get the playoffs Who out of here. Who cares about Carl Edwards? Yeah, we yeah. don't say anyone, that word here. Anyone. 2006, the fall Atlanta race, Tony Stewart not only climbs the fence, but climbs up over the top and goes out into the crowd. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. And then, like, and then, like, some dude gives him like this like faded like uh, uh, number 20 cap, 
it's but it's such a faded orange it's like pink and it's got like a frayed brim and tony like puts it on like goes and does like a victory lane interview is like i don't know whose hat this is but this is fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> and they just kept the fucking hat and that was back when it was uh sponsored by bass pro shops and it had like this 10 foot tall trophy dude the bear the oh, bear yeah, it was carved out of wood yeah <laughs> That's that something was I miss. Trophies suck. Like, yeah, trophies track suck. Trophies suck Dude, no, but then, no, they, they sucked, bad, they sucked in the 80s and 90s. You remember when you won the Winston and uh, back in the 80s and 90s? They literally was gave you like a plaque. It was no, it was like this little brick of like glass. And it just said the Winston on it. And then the year and it had your name engraved on it. And it was just like this little brick of glass or whatever. And I remember as a kid thinking, I was like, you won the all-star race against the best of the best. You won a million dollars and they give you a brick of glass. <laughs> actually it sounds kind of cool. I might be the minority in that one. But... Wait, this actually looks kind of sick. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. We... No, I'm picturing like a perfectly. Up. Yeah. That's cool. That's... Oh, don't worry about that guy. It's... It, looks like, it looks like a giant gem or something. It kind of looks like an it's awesome cool. piece of the aggro Craig without the color. Yeah, <laughs> if it only <laughs> if it only glowed green. Shout out guts, global guts two thousand. Do you have it? If you took some modern technology, you put some like LED lights at the bottom of it and give it a base like that, that would be pretty sick. Man, we really just showed our age there, huh? With that Dude, guts, I, I loved guts. <laughs> DT is sitting there thinking, "What the hell are these boomers talking about?" Yeah, I got, I got nothing on you. Sorry. Is Drivers the only one here under the age of thirty? Oh, I just realized you're that outnumbered, you sucker. In the room, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is the boomer cast. <laughs> uh, we gotta watch some Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh. The purple parrots, the blue barracudas, the silver monkeys. What was it? The green iguanas. Yeah, <laughs> that was a badass show. Great uh -oh. show. It's over. Uh -oh. No, no, we got. What? What do we got? We gotta pick a title. All right. This, by the way, <laughs> longest longest shrimp dead. hours episode in history already. Hey. New York rats. New York rats. Double cheeseburger <laughs> order. Double, <laughs> che double cheeseburger box. <laughs> the box. We had. A, That's what man we had well, so we're hey, not gonna lie. We got that we gotta, hard drive. We got to go for like reach and like views. So That's it's got to be New York related. New York Rats is pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have anything better. Hey, I finally what got about a title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meet Caleb in New York City. Hey, join us next week for Ten Cent Beer Night. <laughs> no, this podcast no, is dead. dead. This no, is the extra dead, special yeah. long no, episode that you guys no, get. The, season, the season's over. It's dead. No, I'm dying kidding. clearly, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be seeing. Good night. Crazy he is deceased. <laughs>